morning. My name is Gregory Kackman. My name is Gregory Kackman. Welcome to What's the Point? Boy, we have an emotionally charged show today. So without further ado, let me introduce the one, the angry, the only, and, you know, woke up, had 12 hours sleep, and woke up pissed. My beautiful wife and anger management uh, um, worker owner, Amy Kanker. Morning. Good morning. (laughs) Okay, let's get straight to it. You are effing pissed. Effing pissed. Yes, I am. I am so tired of it. You know, this whole week started, you know, what was my first thing? Everything is trash, right? Correct. Everything was trash. Well, I am pissed off right now. I know you are. You just, you're, you're livid. You woke up livid. You went to sleep. You were upset last night. You were livid this morning. Why? You have good reason to be. We're we're in the throngs of a real battle here in um, Barcelona. Actually, in Spain. What's yeah, kind of. Because they're striking in Madrid as well. Correct. Okay. Since we've gotten here, we've been we've moved to Barcelona in 2016. Right. Almost three years now. And um, ever since we've gotten here, Cabify came. Uber wasn't here when we when we moved to Barcelona, but probably about last year right. they were allowed to come into Barcelona. Right. Everybody knows Uber is the car sharing ride. You go on the app, you order a car, they pick you up, you pay through the app through the credit card that you have on, on the file. app. Right. Um, you put your address where you're going. The whole thing. You don't have to talk to anyone, and you can usually get a car within five minutes of ordering. Right. Or less. Anywhere you are. Here in Barcelona, it could be less. Yeah, it's like two minutes. Yeah, you can order a car and they'll be like, um, he's in front of your house. Yeah, it's like a lot of times I'm like, don't order that. Well, we don't use Uber here um, because, like I said, we didn't get used to using Uber. So I had gotten Cabify and have been using Cabify for two, two, three years now. Um, And I'm like, you know, we're going to the airport. It's like, don't order it yet because they're going to be here and we're not going to be downstairs yet. So. You know, when everybody has their shoes on and is ready to go, I'm like heading for the elevator. Talk about now Cabify because it'll be here in two minutes. They're usually that's at five in the morning. Correct. Um, It's extremely convenient. I love it. The pricing is what they reasonable. It's reasonable. It's standard cab pricing. Correct. You don't save any money. No, you don't save any money. No, but you're not really spending more money either. No, it's usually right about the same. So, um, however, there's no, there's, let me finish. (laughs) There's no language barrier. One of the most amazing things about what Uber and Cabify does is for travelers. If you go to a country where you don't speak the language and have to get from different points around the city or wherever you're going. And your Hungarian is not up to snuff. (laughs) (laughs) You can order a Cabify or an Uber 
which they had Uber. I believe yes, there was did. Uber in, in Budapest. I'm not sure. But you can order an Uber. They'll pick you up. You know what I mean? They see your mm-hmm. picture, right. you know, because everybody's picture is there. The car's right. license plate is there. And the picture of the driver. And the picture of the driver and the phone number. Right. You get in the car right. and you, um, they know where you're going. They're right. directed via Google Maps or whatever they're using. If they need it. You know exactly how much it's going to be there. And you Correct. even know the time you're going to get there. Correct. Correct? Yes. Um, Cabify, I think it's better than Uber here because this is more corporate. Cabify is like, you get um, uniform drivers. Yes, they're Every- all in black suits and white shirts with black all ties. All of them. I mean, they're suit people, yep. you know? Yep. Um, they look like limo drivers, all of them. And it's all company cars. I don't think it's individually owned because every car is like a like a black limo-ish type car. So right. I don't know how Cabify works because I know Uber. They're like black Lexuses. Yeah. All yeah or, car or service cars. Car service cars. And um, you get a free water. You know, my kids, yeah. oh, you know, my kids love the, do we have a water? Can you, you, you get me past me the water? Yeah. You got water? As soon as they get the Cabify, they just get thirsty. Right. You know? <laughs> my daughter's phone automatically connects to Cabify Wi-Fi. Correct. So, you know, she. So every car has Wi-Fi. So we're going to the airport and she's got 20 minutes, 25 minutes that she could watch her YouTube on Wi-Fi. I mean, what more do you want? They're very helpful. Comfortable cars. You can order one with a car seat. Like, there's different services right. where if you have a young kid, they're like, oh, we'll get your car with a car seat. And the guy's always like, you, you need a car seat? I'm like, no, he's big enough. I mean, Then they have some of them, like some of the Mercedes Benzes have built-in car seats. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, and then you could get different levels of service. You can get Cabify, Luxury, Cabify. Right. You know, I mean, it's right. tight. I have sat in a Cabify going... I don't know. It'd be like a $6 ride. And I have been like, I just sit down and I feel really good. You know what I mean? I just put my head back. The cars are clean. They smell good. Yes, they do. You know, the driver's like, do you like the temperature? Do you need it warmer or cooler? You want some music? You want some music? Then they'll ask, is this the type of music you like? And I'm like, ah, put on whatever you want, you know? Or they'll be like, no music. You know what I mean? Correct. It's whatever you want. If you're working on something, they'll turn off the music. Correct. I love Cabify. Um... If we have a really early morning uh, flight, you know, we have to get to the airport for a six o'clock flight. We have to leave Barcelona, you know, 4.35 a.m. Right. Order a cab the night before. I promise you they're going to be outside our door waiting for us. I mean, it totally, totally. And they'll wait and they don't charge you for waiting. For like 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So just wait for you. I have been. I'm just telling you my experiences with Cabify. My daughter was really sick one night. By the time, I mean, like 105 degree Fahrenheit fever. Insane. We, we um, jump in a cab. I think we had, no, we jump in a Cabify. Correct. To the hospital. Correct. For $5. Okay. Right. Get, she gets treated. She gets a, right. um, a antibiotics. She had a, 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 a throat an infection. Ear, an ear, yeah. We take another Cabify or cab. I think we had gotten a cab home. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It was like one o'clock in the morning. Most pharmacies are not open. So I had to now find a 24 hour pharmacy. Cool. Right. But it was like a 20 minute walk. And Gregory's like, take a Cabify. So I ordered a Cabify to go to the pharmacy. Right. They came right away. Right. Got in the Cabify. I right. asked them, can you please wait? 
No problem. While I filled my prescription. No problem. He was like, sure. Went, waited online, filled my prescription, went back in the cabify, came right back home. Yep. I mean, this is what it offers me. Without, we don't have a car here. So um, a lot of times we walk or take the train or take the bus. You know, we're not riding in cabifies all the time, but when we need it, it's there. It's there. And it's always there. Um, my daughter takes swimming. It's about, once again, a 15, 20-minute ride, but sometimes she comes out late. Right. It's been cold here recently, and, you know, I am, like, deathly afraid of anybody getting sick right now. So, it, you know, when she's she goes to swimming by the beach, you know, lucky girl. I mean, it's beautiful where she goes to swim. Yeah, that is some facility. To swim. Is that some facility? <laughs> so she's there. The windows at the pool face uh, the Mediterranean. It's a wall of windows that faces the Mediterranean. It's unbelievable. But you know what it is when it's late and cold by the ocean. It's cold and windy. Yeah, the wind comes off. She's off just the coming water. out of the pool. I don't know if she's dri- um, dried her hair. I'm not trying for her to get sick. And you it's know? late. You know, and sometimes they keep them till nine o'clock yes. at night. And it's dark. It's winter, so it's dark. So right. I'm like, you know what? Stay inside. I'm gonna order you a cabify because usually she takes the bus. Right. Bus stop is right in front. Right. But there are some nights where I don't want to do that. Right. So I'm like, stay out there. I order a cabify. She's like, a cabify is here. I'm, she's on her cell phone. I'm like, okay, that's him. I see exactly where the cabify is. Right. I'm like, go outside. He's right he's now. And, and make a right. <laughs> yeah. And and he's gonna be about five steps to uh, to your right. Right in front of the sign of the bus stop. I right. mean, I know exactly. Get in the car. I know as soon as the ride starts because I get a notification on my phone and I see exactly the route he's taken. Yeah, you can watch him real time drive. I'm like, I'm like, oh, you're at a traffic light. She's, she's like, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, because I'm on the phone because she's still my baby. I'm not just going to put her out there. You know what I'm saying? So um, I remember one time they're coming home and he going to make a a left. I'm like, where he go? Oh, he's taking taking me Latanya. You know what I mean? I know the route he's taking. I know exactly the time she's going to be here. Mm -hmm. You know? So with my daughter in the car, I got his phone number. I got the driver's phone number. Right. I got... I know exactly where, where he, he is. is. I know he makes a wrong turn. I can call him and say, "Where the fuck you going, man?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. she's a little girl, right? You know what if what if I don't think so no. for the most part. No, but no. I'm just saying, you ain't trying to have no problems. And most of them are older men, and they're you know they they're obviously family. Correct. Men. They're and, really and, nice. And women. They're really nice. Usually, they're playing with my kids. And yeah. You want lollipops? What does he want? What does he want? Yeah. I got lollipops. Yeah, you know, it's just a fantastic service. Yes, it is. And now, the cabs are upset. The taxi commission here in in all of Spain, but taxis are regional. In Bar- yeah, in Barcelona. So, here. in Catalonia. It's AMB is the name of the company here. AMB. And, and the taxi commission in, in, in Madrid, they've been striking periodically for the last two years correct they've been trying to get these the cabify and uber services out of town right they want to be the only car service in town and i say poppycock (laughs) (laughs) okay this is ridiculous it's ridiculous so what do they do what do they do they're trying to act what do you say poppycock you know first of all they're taking um um, inspiration from the yellow jackets uh, in, in, in France. 
So now they're trying to be all violent. Right. These taxi cab drivers are violent. Yeah. They strike. All right. There's no taxis. Cool. And you know what's cool is that Cabify be trying to work with the cabs and be like, okay, if there's a taxi strike, we won't work either. So Cabify be like, no taxis when the taxis are striking. First of all, f off, cabs. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Cabify, grow some, grow some balls. All right. Right. You ain't a part of the taxi union. If they strike, that ain't your business. Right. Okay. Correct. But whatever, I understand. But they block all the roads. They then, they, they make it impossible to even drive around. Then the town. taxis all go to all the major streets and park, so you can't go anywhere. Correct. All the major streets, Grand Via, uh, the Ramos, the this. These are major thoroughfares here in Barcelona. Descent. And Any they, of the street, Ronda Sempere. Fine, if you want to strike, strike. Via Latanya. But they don't just strike. They block the road. They block the road. So, so nothing, nothing moves. moves. You know what I mean? You're literally walking through the, the, the streets. Fine. You want to make your point, fine. They let the buses through. Correct. Fine. You want to make your point. I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I support unions. I support workers' rights. But this ain't workers' rights. This is something else. Uh, next... They start. Uh, they get violent up yeah, in I here. I heard they attacked some um, Uber drivers. They know they didn't just. They've been attacking every right. time the taxis strike. They attack Cabify cars, right. Cabify um, drivers, Cabify yeah. customers. Yeah. Dude, you attack me when I'm going into Cabify. We fighting. Yeah. Like straight up. We are we throwing the fuck down. Yeah. You you come at me when I'm going into Cabify. I hear you. It's <laughs> <laughs> upset. The nerve of these mofo's. Yes. I mean, literally, like, throwing punches. This right. guy in Madrid, he got fucked up. Really? Taxi driver tried to attack a black, like, a, a Cabify or Uber. Mm -hmm. That guy drew, drove off, and he fell, and he, he has brain injury now. Good but, for him. But, you know, the thing that, is that... That'll probably make him a better cab driver, actually. <laughs> now, that's the other thing. I, I hate making all this time on this, but that's the other thing. Cab drivers suck. I said it. I said it. I said what I said. They suck. First of all, all right, here in Spain, um, in Barcelona, as soon, but all cab drivers do this. If they think that you from out of town, they will always try to charge you more. Every city you go in, everything that you go in. They, they have this button on their uh, meter that they can hit that'll add like $4 yeah. to the fare. At the end of the fare, you'll see it's like $6.07. Then they hit this button, it goes to eleven. Yeah, it's like, what the hell? Like, that? What, what is that? Uh, oh, such and such and such. Whatever, man. Whatever. Whatever. They always doing that. I see what the fare is supposed to be. Like, I'll, um, we, I remember one time we took a cab from the airport. It was like 28, 30 euros to get home. Right. And I'm like, that's already expensive. Right. Because there's no traffic. Right. It's usually 24, 50. Right. You know, I'm being all petty. But it's 20. We go to the airport a lot. 25 bucks. 25 dollars. On Cabify or a cab on right. in, in in normal daytime. So at nighttime it was like thirty thirty one dollars, right? We get here, he gonna press a couple buttons. It's forty two euros. I'm like, what? Yep. What? You know. So first of all, they overcharge you. Correct. You know, you can't trust them. Secondly, you gotta have a you gotta have the cash. Sometimes there's no um. There's no impulse. I don't. I don't carry much cash on me. Correct. But at any time, I can get a ride somewhere because it's connected to my credit card. Correct. A lot of these cabs don't take credit cards, or if you ask them to, they get all upset. Right. <laughs> I got to pay fees. You don't know, off, dude. Fees are one percent here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. 
they just angry. Um, the cabs are smelly. The seats are hard. Yeah, you know what I mean? Regular, almost like cop car seats. And you know, usually you, it's almost like you're riding. It's almost like you should be happy you're riding in their cab. It's their cab. Right. So they got the temperature. You want to roll? You want to roll the window? Down. Don't, don't, no, don't roll the window down. Uh, you know what? F you. Pull the car over, pal. I'm out of here. You, you know what I'm saying? I can't, what? I'm gonna pay all this money and I can't roll the window down? Correct. It'd be all hot. They don't want. My God. They don't want to turn on the air because it's just, it costs know. money. <laughs> <laughs> so you all stifle it for 20 minutes. You're like, That's no way and then it's right. stinky in there too. You'd yeah. be like, damn, man. What'd you have for breakfast this morning? <laughs> Next time you order the hamburguesa, make sure you say carne. <laughs> and then. Oh, there are times when you can't find a cab. Correct. There are places you can't find a cab. Cabify will be there. And and cabs, you're you're literally on your walking the streets. We came from Citrus one night. It was like one o'clock in the morning. The train kids just, were sleeping. Yeah, and literally we we came from the train station, and there was tons and tons and like probably about six hundred people came out at the same time. Um, these are trains coming from Sitches from Carnival. So right. a lot of people are coming out. Right. And there were no cars, no cars at the train station. Correct. No taxi. And there was like, it was really late. So the bus was like, the train wasn't running. Right. It was all sorts of crazy, crazy like mess. Four in the morning. You had to wait like, you know, 45 minutes for the next train. Yeah. So we go and we're like, there's no cabs here. There's 600 people coming out and there are no taxis and the trains are not running. So we're like, okay, let's walk and try to find a yellow cab. Can't find none. None. And the ones that came was flying by us. We Wouldn't trying even to stop. stop. They're like, no, no, no. We're, they're, they're going somewhere else. I'm like, you know, F off, man. Yeah. So it's not convenient. Right. It's not this. And you can't now, track them. Can't track them. Don't know who these guys are. Some right. of them are nasty. Yes. I remember a cab driver who was um, stopped at a light and then somebody tried to clean, clean his the window, windshield. And then he cursed her out. Called off. her a whore. <laughs> I was like, my, hey, hey, calm that down. My, my kids are in the car, first of all. And secondly, that's not nice. You can just give them the, the, the few he was cents. Like, they, they, they always try this and this and that. I was like, yeah, well, my kids are in the car. And that's what it is. Yeah. You would never get that from Cabify no. or Uber. No. You understand? So let's see what it is. So, okay, whatever. Blocking the streets, fine, whatever. Um, Enter was like, yeah, you need to shut the fuck up with that, you know? Enter, <laughs> enter, enter. I'll, 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 I'll let, me, let me take care of this. <laughs> um, and, um, oh, so, fine. But guess what? Mobile World Congress Center is coming to Barcelona. It's their biggest, um, biggest convention, convention of the correct. year. Brings yeah. millions of dollars to Barcelona. Huge. It's coming in February I mean, and a, March. This is a, con- a, a convention town, so there's a lot of stuff that goes on, but this is the mother of them all. Yes. I mean, people from all over the world come to Barcelona. Samsung, Apple, um, huge major yeah. tech companies, they come to Huawei. show. Huawei. Huawei. I think they're actually going to let that lady leave Vancouver to come to <laughs> Barcelona for, and then she's got to go back to Vancouver. The Chinese lady yeah, yeah, yeah. from Huawei. 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 <laughs> and they show their um the the newest technologies that they have coming. It's a big deal, you know, and they have it here in Barcelona. So, 
Um, the taxi drivers are striking now and they're kind of putting the city on lock and nobody can move around. And then the city of Barcelona's, um, government is, I don't know, I guess they're getting scared. So they gave in to the taxis and they said, they did first Barcelona city, um, council. They said, okay, for these ride sharing, you got to make a reservation at 15 minutes. Wow. And I'm like, all right, 15 minutes kind of sucks, but I can deal I can with, live with I it. I can live with 15 minutes, you mm-hmm. know? Then the taxi drivers pitched the bitch and said, no, 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 that's not long enough. That's right. not long enough. Right. Then city council came back with an hour? Yes. So now Barcelona City is saying that if you are going to use Uber and Cabify, you have to book more than an hour in advance. That is such bullshit. That is such bullshit. Cabify, Cabify Uber, said that they're not going to live by those if terms. If that is the way it goes, Cabify and Uber said, we out. We're leaving. They've already issued um, uh, um, uh, 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 separation notices to their drivers. And said that if the city puts this into effect, there will be no more Cabify and no more Uber in Barcelona. Unbelievable. And I am hopping mad. I'm pissed yep. off. I can't believe this. I can't freaking believe this. They're going to take my Cabify away? Over what? Because They're they have to take my Cabify away. Now, let me tell you something. This is a big issue because a lot of cities have been dealing with this. Okay? Yes. A lot of cities. Paris, London, New York. Um, every San Antonio, Orlando, I mean, cities around the world have been dealing with this. Now, right. defend the taxis. Oh, wow. You know, it's like, it's almost <laughs> like, you know, you, you got me defending. <clears throat> you have me defending like big, big agra here. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and poor uh, uh, um, uh, AG, AGM. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, ADM, Arthur, poor Arthur Daniels, Archer Daniels Midland. You know, they're going to lose hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. You know? Uh-huh. Go on, defend them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Screw them. No, okay, but... Okay, but I will defend them. Here's the deal. Um, first of all, Spain and Barcelona, this is a socialist country. Okay. They are socialists. The Taxi and Limousine Commission is part of the government. Is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. So they have um, very strict and tight regulations on cab drivers. They have strict and tight regulations on cabs and what they're supposed to look like and what they're supposed to be like. You notice they're all, they all look the same. Yes. They are, um, everything has to be very uniform and... Uh, Tip top, as they say. Okay. Even though it's not. Um, but it, but it, let's put it this way: they have a a standard. They have um, uh, uh, established a standard, mm-hmm. a minimum standard. Who has the TLC and okay. the government of Barcelona? Okay. So they have this this this. They, there, there is a standard because yeah. I don't see it. Well, that's what it is. What oh, you that's see is, is the standard. <laughs> okay. So AMB, which is the name of the um, the taxi cab company overall, 
and the Taxi and License Commission and drivers and so forth have all agreed to these standards. Okay. Oh. Now, when were these standards done? A long time ago, yeah, right? Yeah, nineteen ninety. Whatever. Ninety-seven or something like that. Okay. Um. No, probably in the ni- early nineties, before the Olympics game, I would imagine. Okay. Um. So now they have that. Okay. Okay. And there is definitely um uh, a connection between these. This this company this and and the government. Okay. The, these companies are regulated. They do not. They are not free to free and clear to do whatever they want. Okay. Okay. If they want to make a change in something pricing or conditions or different types, like when they wanted to use vans. Okay. They had to make full applications to use vans, you know, the like the SU, the not SUVs, the minivans that they have. Yeah. And, you know, they had to, have to file applications and so on and so forth. They had to get approval. They couldn't just put, you know, um, uh, these different types of vehicles in the field. Okay. You know, it had to be approved before they did that. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of regulation that's involved. Okay. And because of that, because of that tight, that close relationship between the two, um, the government tends to give them a lot of leeway because that's what, because they're almost like part of the, the broad, the broader, the broader transportation services, ground transportation services here in Barcelona. Okay. Cabify and Uber are not on that same level. They're not recognized as part of the public buses, the okay. trams, mm-hmm. the subway systems, mm-hmm. um, the uh, over, overground rail, mm-hmm. the, you know, these things are not these these other buses. Yeah, these other um, uh, uh, vehicle types are also part of the overall ground transportation in the city Our of city. Barcelona. Okay. And they're recognized as such, okay. along with the cabs. Okay. Uber and Cabify are not in that group. So? They are not represented as being part of the overall ground transportation in Barcelona. Okay. So they take a back seat to ground transportation. Okay. Okay? Which the cabs are part of. Okay. So what happens is... You know, even though they have a superior service, superior cars, superior everything, superior drivers. Yeah. They and they and they provide a really good service. Yeah. They're not part of the of the group of the grouping. That's so what? Right. So therefore, they do not get the same level of a recognition and consideration. That these other um, modes of transportation do, and that's why, you know, the the uh, Moses is not arresting cab drivers for attacking. parking for attacking people and and driving and parking their cars, um, uh, hundred and fifty cars across Via Latania. No, okay, or fine. or Gran Via. All right, that's that part. But why? Are the cabs so pissed off at these ride sharing? Because they feel that these, because first of all, the ride the ride sharings are working. 
for the very same reason that you love them, everybody else loves them too. And it's taking away from the cabs. And I say so? You know, when when America went to the automobile, the the companies that made horseshoes and horse whips saw the writing on the wall and realized that, you know, that it, 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 in, in a certain amount of time, it was inevitable that they were going to be going out of business. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I think that the cab companies, they don't have to do it that way. Here's, here's my argument with the cab companies. Wait, wait, wait. Before you say that. Now, they're saying that to be a cab driver, you have to pay a lot of money. There's a lot of big investment. Cab driver license are 100000 In uh, I think in New York, it's 500000 right. It's a lot of money to get that, right. that medallion. Right. Now, originally, they weren't. And a lot of these, these medallions are grandfathered in. These guys that have them now didn't, didn't pay for them. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. they might have had three or four of them, and now they, and then they bought some, and they bought some, and and now you've got you've got um, some guys that you know you might have one guy that has fifteen or twenty licenses, mm-hmm. um, medallion licenses here in Barcelona, and then you have another guy just like New York, and you might have another guy that has. 30 and you might have another guy that has 26 and then you have another guy that has 44 and they all get together and they say hey let's open a garage in Poblenou mm-hmm. and we'll um, hire drivers to drive these 107 Correct. cars that we have in our uh, in our fleet um, around the city and make money on, on, our, on our medallions because you can you know even though you have t- uh, 41 medallions for 41 cars obviously you can't, can't drive. You can't ride two horses. <laughs> two car- cabs with one, with one behind. behind. Yes. Right. So in essence, you so let's let's so you have taxi owner, very wealthy men who own these medallions. Correct. That are very expensive. Right, and they stick these medallions on these cars, and then all of a sudden, that car is that a licensed is, cab. Is a la- licensed cab and is now worth a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. But then the people who are driving the cabs are hired. By right. the cab companies? Correct. And they get a percentage. They're employees? No, no. They, they Well, yes, here they are. They get a contract. Okay. And and they, because you can't work without a contract here in Spain. So they're not autonomous. They're not self-employed. No, no. They're, 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 they have a, they might be autonomous, but they still have a contract. Okay. So they have a contract with this taxi company. Right. To ride this tag. Correct. A commission and or however. Get, yeah, however it's set up. A salary plus commission, whatever. Okay. So they get health care and probably all the Yeah, well, they're paying in and they get capsulute and and so forth. Okay. So, in essence, who's upset here? The cab drivers? They're employees. The cab drivers are upset because Cabify is cutting into their commissions. Okay. The car owners are upset because Cabify is diluting the value of their medallions. That's how the world and goes. And it's also cutting into their... Because remember, they're getting a piece of the profit from the drivers also. They might do a 50-50 split with the driver. So they're saying... So if the driver is upset because he's making less money, guess what? The, the car owner is making less money too. Okay, so we're coming down to unfair competition 
because cab drivers and taxi medallion yellow cab and these are not these are not other cabs these are cabs that can pick you up on the street correct that's where the medallion comes in correct? yeah be- yes because cabify cannot do that yeah cabify can't just stop and pick somebody off almost the street. no they can't but these yellow cabs can. and they're even restricted as to different places that they can pick you up off the street correct all right so um, that's it. The regulation of taxi drivers is expensive to be um to to be able to to start a yeah. taxi business and oh, so yeah, forth. Yeah. It's a huge it's almost investment. Impossible. Yeah. So they're saying that with Cabify just be or Uber just being able to come into a city and start ride sharing and, and picking people. Well, up. well, you have to pay the 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 licensing for. Uh, they're still paying the TLC, the taxi and license. No, commission. well, no, that's different. That's over time when these companies cities have had to talk to uber and right. stuff but in essence it's in barcelona they pay i understand but usually but it was much less than the cabs pay okay so they do have to pay cabify and uber yes. does have to pay but yeah they do for this license yeah okay but it's much less than the cabs do and so but they say well hell we're not allowed to pick people up so their license should be worth more because mm-hmm. they're able to do things that we can't do. We can't pick up people in the cab line at the airport. Mm-hmm. We can't pick up people off the street. Mm-hmm. We can't pick up people over here. We can't pick up people over there. So, you know, so obviously our licenses shouldn't be worth as much as their licenses. I think it was like thirty to 100000 or something like that, 30000 mm-hmm. per car. For for um like ride sharing, but look at Cabify. I can't buy a car and start on Cabify. I gotta go to the company. So it's kind of um the thing with Uber and the reason why it got so big was that you could take your own car. You you have free time. You can take your own car and drive people around your city. That was the genius of Uber. Right. People could make extra money driving people around. Correct. And because they made such a splash. These taxi people were like, oh, that's not fair, you know, because I can't just take my home car and drive people around. Correct. But at the same time, Uber is like, well, I can't just pe- pick people up off the street. Right. But, and Uber's saying, well, yes, you can. All you got to do is hook up with us and you can do that. So, exactly. So, um, so that's it. They're saying that it's too expensive to, to maintain a they cab. They want, they feel, No. What they're saying is that they're losing money to Cabify and Uber, and they want them out. That's called progress. And here's my argument. Yes, they're losing money to Cabify and Uber, and they want them out. I understand that. They want the monopoly. Who wouldn't want a monopoly, right? Yes. But here's the problem. The cab company is not saying, all right, we're going to get better cars. We're going to upgrade. We're going to level up. You're going to be able to track our cars now. You're going to be able to order a car the same way with us as you order one with them. We're going to um, add value-added services so that now we're up to snuff with these companies that we're replacing. They're not doing that. No, they're just mad. They want want to continue to, to operate business as usual, which is subpar, and they just want the other guys out. And, and, that, and the consumer is supposed to just t- sit and suck on And it. go back to a time where you're being overcharged by cabs because they be overcharging you. They and you can't track you. them. Yes. And, you can't, and, and they're uncomfortable. 
you know, and they're and it's all baloney. And I hate the fact that I'm, I'm having to take this position because I have taken cabs that have been fine. You know what I mean? There are times that we have to get to school in five minutes. They're and not be- as nice as those cab No. <laughs> but I don't want to talk badly about taxi. I do. <laughs> you don't want to offend them. Oh, oh yes. Oh, they're I mean, very, I, very nice cars. I, asked, very nice. I actually asked you to defend yeah, yeah, them, yeah, didn't yeah. I? They're but, very nice cars. But I don't like to take this position. But I always, and I'm, like I said, I am for workers' union. I, I, I definitely believe in organizing and 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 so forth absolutely but this is stupid yeah. they're organizing to bring us backwards i also believe in progress and you know what in progress some things die that's yeah. how it works or they've got to step up or die yes you know what i mean yeah, you, you have to either gonna have to make some changes and 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 instead of sucking all the money out of system they're gonna have to pump some money back into the system so that they are so that their service improves. They have to capitalize. They have to get better instead of holding everybody That's hostage right. and forcing us to take their crappy service. Correct. F them. I don't like them. And to tell you the truth, I ain't taking a cab no more. I will take the train. Any cab, any any um, airport things I do will be in proper daylight hours so I can take the train from the airport. Do you understand what I'm Correct. saying? Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll get a bike and pick Cindy up from swimming. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking them, man. I'm not taking them. They can, they can, they, they can really kiss my it's ass. It's really bad for Sydney. Yes, and us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, hospitals, going to, 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 we have kids. They always get freaking sick. Yeah. Gotta run up to the hospital. Yeah. You know, run up to Sanitas, run up to, you know, wherever. And Jump. we can get up there, but we can't get home. Correct, because cabs are not everywhere. You know, and I don't have Correct. a cab number. And now right. I gotta deal with language and this, that, and the other. Same thing, I was in Citrus. Um, I got a cab from the train station. They took me to the community center. Five, the five euros, five euros, 75 cents. I called a cab to pick me up from the ca- from the um, community center back to the train station. We get there. It's like five seventy five. He gonna press a couple buttons. It's seven euros. I'm like, what? But right. you know what? I'm not even gonna argue. I'm not going to argue with a cab driver. That's just not me. You you argue. Yes. You know what I mean. But then I'm scared that you know shit's gonna pop off and Gregory's gonna punch the guy and now the police are gonna come and now we gotta explain ourselves in Spanish to <laughs> right. to, to la policia right. and they're gonna want this and I don't need that headache. Right. I don't need the headache because you're right. trying to defend yourself because this guy is trying to overcharge you. Correct. And in all in all, it was for two euros. So what do you Correct. do? You, you, you just, just pay, pay it, it. And, and, and are left with a bad freaking feeling in your right. in, in, in You're your, like, I'm not taking no cabs nowhere no more. And that's what it is. So now people in Barcelona are pissed. And this is also happening in Madrid. Madrid cabs, they got the yellow jackets on, freaking burning yeah. tires yeah, in they're the trying to act Madrid. like They're trying to act like um, the French. I'm like, like get a the big, hell out of here, You know, man. they're trying to act like this is a big deal. They're just greedy. I know three friends who are making a living right now using Uber in America. I don't know any Uber drivers here in Spain, but they're in America, both on the East Coast and the West Coast, and they are like, my friends, two of my friends, my friends on the West Coast, they quit their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. At the bank. <laughs> At a bank. And they says, you know what? I made on Uber in two days what I make at the bank in two weeks. 
They were like, I put in my two weeks resignation and I'm driving Uber. I was like, really? She was like, yup. And you know what? It's giving opportunities to a lot of women. A lot of women, you know. All three of those people are women. Correct. A lot of women. Think of it. Think of it. A bomb. You know, she's been out of work because she was raising kids or whatever. And she comes back into the, none of these, none none of them are moms. But I'm just saying, you know, she's got the minivan. Right. (laughs) She's got some free time now that the kids are out school. She could literally sign up with Uber. And drive. And drive. Right. And, and 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 have income coming into to her to her families Correct. and help. You don't have to go on any interviews. You don't have to this. You don't Correct. have to that. You understand what Correct. I mean? So I think it's a tr- a good opportunity. And for these people to 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 go out of their way to try and kill it, man. Mm, Terrible. It it, it it boils my blood. And it seems that the government <laughs> is going for it. And and that's that's really upsetting. And um, they actually offered them the hour. They said, "Okay, we'll do the hour." Uh, Cabify and Uber said, "We're not going to do that. We're leaving town." They've already issued statements that they're going to leave if it's going to be the hour. Do you know the cab drivers haven't even approved it yet? Yeah, they're going to think they're, about they'll, it. We'll think about it. You know, get the hell out of here! You know, you keep doing that, people just won't take, take right. Your- Let you know this is the way that not not being negotiable. Is the way that, and it'll end up being no cabs, and it'll end up just being Cabify and Uber one day. Correct. And you know who will take it? Out of towners. Yep. You know, then then their whole life will be airport city, airport city, and people will not be taking. The only people that'll be taking cabs is people from out of town because they don't know better, and there's no other way to get around. Correct. You know, they we had a car sharing thing here also. Where you pay a monthly, and then you can, they have garages all over the city. And you can just pick up a car. And then you could just pick up a car and drive it. Right. You know they're affected by this too? Unbelievable. And now they're like, oh, our last day is February 28th. People are like, what? Now you pay this monthly, it's probably like $40, $50 a month. It's a Vance car. They have a Kiwi car or something like that in New York yeah, City. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot the name. But it's, a, it's almost like get a car whenever you want. Right. You know, you put in your code, you get the keys, and you can ride and around you town. Right. You know, um, and for some reason, those companies are, are, also are falling into this this um, these this legislation. Right. Oh boy. Anyways, so I'm I'm hopping mad. I'm upset. Yep. Oh yeah, and another thing. Oh. Chris Brown was accused of rape. Chris Brown was accused of rape. My. Oh, my. You know, he just doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's going to rape a girl to me. I just don't. I don't get that from the guy. I just don't. I get, I get, you know, I, I think he feels like he's been dealt a really crappy hand so far as publicity is concerned. And I think that he's angry and he tends to, you know, he's he walks around and he tends to be on on high alert all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Somebody says something to him. What? You know, he's, <laughs> you know, he's very, you know what I mean? He's on high alert. But I don't see him as being a rapist. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I see him as being somewhat confrontational because he's angry. Mm-hmm. But I don't see him being a rapist. That, don't make, that didn't make any sense to me. 
Well, here's the story. Um, January 15th, um, Chris Brown and um, his friends and bodyguard, as well as his girlfriend, was in Paris. Or is, they were... Were in Paris. I think they probably are still in Paris. And they went to a club, they hung out, and then they went, this group of them, plus, I guess, additional people, went back to Chris Brown's hotel room at the Mandarin Oriental. Now, the Mandarin Oriental is probably the, one of the nicest hotel chains. It really is. That you could have. You know, yeah. you're talking you probably about... probably had a nice suite up there. Yeah, you probably know how two grand a night, 2,000 yeah, yeah, yeah. euros a night. I'm yeah. talking about this is a nice place. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Very. Um, it's, I don't know, it might even be nicer than Hilton's and, and, and these Marriott's. This is like the... It's tippity, like the Four Seasons. Yeah, yeah. it's tippity-tippity-top-top-top, right? And this girl says she was violently, violently raped by Chris Brown. For 20 minutes. For 25 to 30 minutes. He, she said that he cornered her in a, a, closet. a closet and violently raped her for 25 to 30 minutes. Right. And then his bodyguard came in and did hit her or viol- did something violent to her. Right. Now, when the story broke from TMZ, as a girl, as a female, it gave me Achida. Why? Because after, with the, and I'm going to tell you, because of the Me Too, because of, of allegations that have been coming out, because of these, these different things, and I know how things are, okay, um, I don't want to be quick to judge. Because anyone is capable of anything, okay. correct? I mean, you okay, can't okay, say, okay, okay. I don't know the man. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know the man, and I'm trying to be objective. Okay. I'm tra- you know, because there is bias there. Um, Anita Hill says that Clarence Thomas raped her, right? And because- Not rape, rape, but he violated, yeah, he violated her and sexually misconduct. assaulted her. And if you support... Clarence Thomas, and if his politics work with you, you automatically don't believe her. That shouldn't be, but okay. But but, but I'm just saying that's what it is. Okay. You don't, people don't, won't believe her. Because he's such a decent guy. Because you support this guy, or you like this guy, or you agree with things that this guy says and does. So there is a, there's, there's bias built in. And I'm trying not to have that bias. Okay. Not that I like Chris Brown all that much or anything like that, but I know who he is. So I'm trying not to have that bias. Okay. Do you understand? To automatically say she lying. Right. You know what Understood. I mean? Or um, let's see, um, Bill Cosby. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? When I first heard about Bill Cosby raping all these women, I'm like. You know, I like Bill Cosby. Okay. It was a very weird thing. As time went on, um, I heard things and he admitted things. And it's like, wow, okay. So I guess he did put quaaludes in their drink and have his way with them. Right. Now, there's a lot more to it than that. You understand? But I never saw Bill Cosby like that. Me neither. Now, regardless if it's rape or not, because I'm not going to go there, but... What I'm saying is that he did do that. He did drug 
women and bring them up to his place. I mean, right. I don't. I think that's a fact. Can we? Can yes, we? that's a fact. <laughs> so what I'm saying is that, you know, just because you like someone or don't think they could do that because of their public persona, right? You don't want to automatically say that any allegation lobbed against them is false. So I'm trying right. to be objective. But this seems false, okay? Yes, it this does. This seems false. Um, the police, the French police, the Parisian police arrested Chris Brown and two other guys. Yeah, they were detained. And then they were released. Yes. On their own reconnaissance. Yeah, ROR. Without any bail. Correct. And given their passports back. Correct. Now, originally, if somebody accuses you of a violent rape. Correct. That, that's violent. Correct. Okay. Um, they're not going to just release you on your own reconnaissance and give you back your passport. And you're not even a Frenchman. You're an American. Correct. You know what I mean? You can leave whenever you want. And in essence, never come back to France and face the charges. Right. You can pull a Roman Polanski, as they call it. <laughs> Where does he, where is he now? Poland. No, no, he's in he's in France. And he was accused of sexual assault in America. In America. And yeah. then he left and never came back. Correct. So obviously, they know that this can happen. This he has the money, he has the means, and he has no connection to France. So Correct. it didn't seem like if the police felt like this was something to really that if he really did this, that they would give him back his passport and allow him to leave the country. They would definitely um, hold him. And if they didn't hold him, they'd definitely take his passport and make sure that he would not have and tell him or, and maybe put an ankle bracelet on him and tell him, hey, look, you can't leave the country. While we're until, investigating. While we're investigating this. But that's not what happened. No, that is not what happened. The story goes, this girl goes back to Chris Brown's hotel room and she gets cornered and violently raped for 25 to 30 minutes. And then I don't know how she leaves or what have you. Um, Chris Brown was there with his girlfriend and a lot of people. In, yeah, about 20 of them. In the hotel room, hanging out, listening to music, chilling, right? If Chris Brown is gone from the group for a half an hour. They would have known I would think that somebody would would um, be like, "Where's Chris?" They he's said gonna he was, they rape. Said he was, they said he was just sitting there playing video games on his phone. <laughs> you know, people think rock stars and celebrities have such amazing lives. They just do the same things we do. Yeah, same thing. What just was he doing? He had, his, he had his chums over, and his girlfriend was there, and they were, you know, having some drinks and sodas and stuff you know what i mean <laughs> and they were you know just chilling you know i think he had done a concert there the day before and they were just doing another night there or or whatever and then they were leaving the next day or something and then this came up as a person what person would rape a woman in the next room, in the hotel room. Hotel rooms are not even like houses. Right. They're, they're small. As right. nice as the Mandarin Oriental is, yeah, it's, it's going to be but not be so big. big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? So you literally in the so next he's room. He's going to rape a girl for 30 minutes with his girlfriend sitting in the in the other room. Does Violently rape her. Correct. Does that make any sense? None whatsoever. 
I don't know if the girl even knew that that was his girlfriend. Maybe she didn't know that much about him or, or who the girl was or whatever. But I'll tell you one thing. He was released from police custody, and he will not face any charges at this time, the Paris prosecutor's office said. They were, um, Brown and two others were not identified, who, who were not identified, two other guys, were arrested Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. They were arrested Tuesday in Paris on allegations of aggravated rape and drug violations and all kinds of other stuff. And no charges of any kind have been filed against them. Um, they said that the investigation is ongoing. The U.S. Embassy had declined to comment on Brown's arrest. The singer issued a statement saying, no way. No effing way. He said it's all a lie. He was like, he feels disrespected. It's such a terrible allegation. He feels disrespected. Rafael Chichi um, filed a lawsuit this morning. Did he, or was he going to? He filed a lawsuit this morning. Against what? Against the girl. Chris Brown came out and said that this is, well, he, he used colorful language. He said, this bitch lying. Okay. <laughs> um, I believe him. And he said that um, I am, I feel disrespected for my daughter. Remember, he has a daughter. That's right. And his family. That's right. Now, you might say, well... Well, he's, you know, oh, he's, he's a terrible a, person or whatever. He's had run-ins with the law. He's, he beat up Rihanna. Him and Rihanna had a fight. They had a fight. He... He won. <laughs> okay? Okay. Um, he was a, 19 at the time. 18 or 19. We're not going to the debate two kids, that. Uh, look, I, I know... That, Everybody who's out there has had a fight with their significant other. It happens. These things happen. And if you and if somebody's going to be um, all mightier than thou, say, "Oh no, I never, never, never." Those are the same chicks that be talking about. Um, if I found my old man uh, uh, cheating with another woman, I God kick him to the curb, you know. And then you know. And then, you know, you, you, you talk to him and you're like, you know, you've found him cheating like seven times. <laughs> you know, if he cheats one more time, you know what I mean? Oh, come on. Or Stop the, jerking. Or off. the girls go fight the other girl or what Yeah, you know, you. stupidness. I thought you were going to leave him. And also, I, I would like to say that there are a lot of women I read that beat up their guys. Correct. So, I mean, I'm not making light anyway, of domestic violence. I think that this guy is angry. Yes. I think that he's angry because two reasons. One, he lost the love of his life. Rihanna. Yeah. He messed that up. He loved her. I think and so. I think she loved him too. Yes. But after that, there was just, they, the, the society would not let them get it back together again. Yeah, they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. I don't think either of they them would have, have ever. They would have had to be so strong together to do that and at that age i don't think they had the wherewithal to be able to withstand was, that kind of pressure he was 19 she was 21 and um they were both very new in the industry and i just think it was too they were too young yeah, you to know, make they, it happen 
two years too earlier. Too volatile. Two years earlier, they were in in high school. You know, four years earlier, they were in junior high having fights on playgrounds. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah, they, they were, were so kids. young. They were kids. But I do think that both of them had a connection and that they did love each other. And I don't think either Rihanna or Chris Brown ever found that person again. No, they didn't. Obviously not. And um, eh, that's how it goes. But and I think he's mad because he lost the, the he lost the love of his life. Not only that, and I, I think he's mad because he's a man, and men get mad and they get anger, and men don't know how to deal with their anger. And he's angry at the at 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 a system that constantly, um, you know, uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. can can do drugs and do all kinds of stuff, and now he's Iron Man, and everybody loves him. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the other guy beating up on women all the time, and and he's can can go what about on ahead. Charlie and get, Sheen didn't he get, have AIDS? Get or his show, yeah, get his shit? show. Number one show, nobody cares. Chris Brown has one has a fight with a girl with his girlfriend, and you know they've got him like some kind of animal rapist killer, you know, for the rest of his life, and and I think that that is totally unfair, but that's what America does to black men you know this is what it is this is what the country is you know i used to i used to like chris brown i mean i don't hate him now but i used to like him you know he was like a good kid you know you know i think he was naive yes but he was a good kid he's i think he kind of tried to model himself like michael jackson and you know that high voice the dancing you know yeah 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 then after that whole thing with Rihanna, you know, he, he became goes, he turned a little gangster. Yeah, he was angry. Them hoes ain't loyal. I'm like, damn, Chris, yep. what, what what happened to you, boy? Yep. Come on, man. Yep. Where's the love? Yep. Where is the love? The love, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, but anyways, I don't, I don't believe that Chris Brown violently raped. No, it's it's, it's a, a lie. person in his Parisian hotel, and I feel yeah. like girls and women who do this, man, you gotta stop. Yeah, that's real. You wrong. got to stop this. It messes and it up and the for people everyone. and the people who are so quick to just join in and not even try to make any sense. Yeah, lock him up forever. You know, it's like, what are you talking about? Stop being goddamn stupid. You know, their their racism, their prejudice extends so far that they are blinded to any uh, piece of the truth. The girl, the, you know, he's filing a lawsuit. They let him go. There's no evidence of anything, and these people still swear he's guilty. Do they? Yeah. Well, um, it's, it's unfortunate, you know, because like I said, I, I meet, like, women do get assaulted. Women do get raped. Re- women do get killed at the hands of... Of their significant other. Yeah, if they deserve Every day. It. Yeah, if, whatever, Greg. If they deserve whatever, it. Whatever, Greg. Whatever. Every day. And, <laughs> you know, when when false flags like this come yeah, up. Yeah, this is, this is no good. It, 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 it messes up the, the people who, who really, really need it. Correct. And yeah. to the point where now the next rape allegation is going to be questioned. Oh well, who is she and isn't that? You know what, what was I mean. What is she wearing? You know, and it, it becomes really freaking silly, and it's unfortunate. But you know, my girl Cardi B got it. Yes. She she 
she's uh she's on the she's on the uh she's on it because you know she's being attacked yeah uh, what what wait a minute what happened well what did ms b (laughs) (laughs) cardi b came out and did an instagram video um saying that the shutdown i'm just gonna surmise it because i can't i'm not as colorful my language is not as colorful as cardi b but she pretty much said that the shutdown is ridiculous the government needs to reopen the the their the government yes. so people can start getting paid and FBI. so forth. yeah yeah everything and Tommy Lauren, which is a Fox News commentator or some of the, I don't know. She's I, no, one of these she's people. She's with Fox anymore, but anyway. She's a she's, alt-right com, co- she's an alt-right conservative talking or, point piece. Yeah. And they, they, you know, they what they do is they, you know, that's one thing that the, the, the Republicans can do. They all get in a room, they come up with one statement, and they repeat it over and over. And over and over until even Tommy Lauren can repeat it. You know what I mean? And she came for Cardi B and said and pretty much called her a moron or something like that for siding with the Dems, you know? Right. And Cardi B told her, leave me alone. I'll dog walk you. (laughs) (laughs) And... Tommy Lauren responded again and said something about, you know, how much she's a moron, like I said, and she don't know anything. And Cardi B surmised her statement completely. That made a lot of sense. She said, Tommy Lauren, you are so blinded. And I'm not even reading this word for word. So you just remember I it. just remember it. She said, Tommy Lauren, you are so blinded by your racism and support for this president, Trump, that you can't see that his actions are damaging the country you claim to love so much. And that's what and that is that is the summation of these people who are Trump supporters. They're blinded so much. Ms. B hit the nail on the head on that one. <laughs> Do you understand what American I'm officials say they're on track to have Meng Wanzhou delivered to the U.S. to stand trial? Who is Meng? Meng Wanzhou is the the um, the CFO the uh, um, the CFO uh, chief financial officer of Huawei. 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 <laughs> The second, the, the, the leading manufacturer of cell phones in the world. She was detained at the request of the United States in Canada on December 1st. Uh, they say that the Americans say that they're going to continue to pursue the extradition of Ms. Meng Wanzhou and will meet all deadlines set by USA-Canada expedition tre- extradition treaty. Uh, we greatly appreciate Canada's continuing support for our mutual efforts to enforce the rule of law. That's what they said. The U.S. and Canada are not seeing eye to eye on the matter as Ottawa increasingly finds itself caught between two strident superpowers, China and America. Um, 
what this all boils down to is that there was a, a another company that Huawei was doing business with that allegedly was doing business with Iran. Okay. And America is saying, well, and, and Huawei says, well, they're an independent contractor and we have no uh, uh, control of them. And the um, Americans are saying, yes, you do. Therefore, you are in violation of Iranian sanctions put uh, forth by America so and this, backed by the U.N. So the Americans have an issue with Huawei. So they have an issue with Huawei, and they say that Ms. Meng did a, a presentation, and in her presentation, th- in essence, she didn't tell the truth. But she wasn't under oath. She, it was a sales presentation. You understand? Okay. And what did she say in the sales presentation? That the company was a company that w- that was not um, uh, uh, directly connected to Huawei. They were an independent contractor. So how did they get here? That her? Did they go to China and arrest her? And no, she was connecting airplanes in uh, Vancouver, Canada. Yeah. And and the Americans asked Canada to detain her, and they did. Ooh. While Americans are seeking to have the full force of American law bought against Meng, it's Canada that's paying the price. The Canada, uh, China has arrested like five Canadian businessmen now. Um, oh, anyone so China. with normal judgment can see that the Canadian side has made a serious mistake on this issue from the very beginning. The Meng Wanzhou case is obviously not an ordinary judicial case. It's not. It's 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 very it's it's almost like they wanted to take her hostage to get what they wanted. Which out is of what? China. What do they want out of China? Uh, money. They want their uh, they want their tariffs paid, and they want China to lower their tariffs, and they want they just want money. So you think that? So what are you saying that the U.S. government um, has, in essence, used the daughter? Because she's the daughter. You forgot to mention that she's the daughter of the CEO of Huawei. Yes, she is. As leverage. Yes. In the United States. Yes. Um, and they're connected. Negotiations with China. With China on tariffs. Yeah. And they're really well connected. China's foreign ministry spokeswoman, Wow Changwang, <laughs> you were terrible. <laughs> among uh, now routine insinuations of rep- retribution, said Canada's extradition treaty with the U.S. severely infringes upon the security and legitimate rights and interests of Chinese citizens. And they're saying that this is a real problem. She urged Canada to decide immediately. And release Meng and offered a warning to the U.S. China says we strongly urge the U.S. to side immediately to correct its mistake, withdraw its arrest warrant for Ms. Meng Wanzhou, and refrain from making formal extradition requests to the Canadian side. Um, the Times highlighted the timing of the extradition request coming as it does amid the U.S.-China trade dispute. Now, what did China do? They said they started to detain. Yeah, they've taken five Canadians. And, and there are Americans that are in China right now that are hunkering down. They 
don't want to go to the airport. Got it. There are Chinese, there are American businessmen in Hong Kong mm-hmm. and in China because Hong Kong is China now. Okay. And they're hunker, they're hunkering down. They don't want to go to the airport because, because they feel like China will, will retaliate. Yeah, they will not let them out of. The well, country. I I think that I don't know if I think China got the message that oh people can be bargaining chips. Yeah, so now, you know what I mean, like because I don't think that that was an issue before, but then once China took once the, the daughter, precedent was set, now they're like, okay, we could play this game. Correct. So five Canadians try to leave, they they took them at the airport. Guess what? There was a Canadian in China that was convicted of drug trafficking or something, and mm-hmm. he got like fourteen years or twenty three years. He got a pretty big sentence. Mm-hmm. They renegotiated his sentence to death penalty. Wow. And this is what I'm talking about. They, I mean, the U.S. government has told American businessmen in China to lay low. Yeah, don't, don't go to the airport. Did they not see this coming? Or did they see this coming? Because, you know, I, I, I definitely look at this from Trump. You know what I mean? He's going to use... They're like the mob. They're yes. like the mob. We got, you know? your, we, got your t- we got your daughter. You know what I mean? For negotiations. So, all right. But they, what what are they saying that oh they don't have anything of Americans they're not going to do or they wouldn't dare do that? Listen to this. While U.S. officials originally sought to distance the detention and extradition of Meng from broader tensions with China, Trump has pointedly tweeted of his willingness to negotiate. What does that mean? So what are you saying? I don't know. I guess he wants to negotiate her release. But is this is a criminal matter, correct? Right? That's why she was detained and arrested. Yes. So shouldn't what what would Trump have to do anything with negotiating with China on her release if this is a criminal matter? According to the Times, a senior Canadian foreign foreign ministry official said Canada fully expects the US to go ahead and extradite Meng so she will face charges of lying to US banks about Huawei's business conduct inside sanctions addled Iran. So they're saying that she lied to the banks. The banks are nothing but liars anyway. Banks are liars. Goddamn uh, Wells Fargo got caught lying about a whole bunch of stuff. They're they're doing commercials talking about we're starting over. Oh, You know what I mean? I mean, come on. This is, it's absolutely ridiculous. China is furious and global markets are in an uproar. This is a big problem. Now America's got a problem because they can't just let her go because they're gonna they're gonna lose face. They've they've played their card. Yes. So it's a, this is a very difficult situation. Got it. Hey, we're running way over time. How, how what are we up to now? Over an hour. An hour and ten minutes for a forty-five minute show. Hey, everybody. We'll um uh thanks for listening. Please pass this on. We're on Google Play. We're on. Um, Spotify, we're on um, Spectre, Stitcher, we're on, we're everywhere, okay, and just let everybody know that we're everywhere, and, and come lend us an ear, and um, and we'll be uh, uh, glad to, uh, to violate it, okay? Yeah. Yeah.
Alright, um, aim. We'll pick this up tomorrow, of course. We, we shoved a bunch of stuff in the floor. <laughs> and, uh, okay, everybody, we'll see.